Is it inappropriate to kiss the cell phone? What time? It's no, like, let's do it one. together. One, two. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene by scene analysis. Featuring sharp co hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support the Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. and welcome to episode 135 of Herbal Hyacinth Intimate Information. <laughs> we are here with Lily and Emily. Hey guys. Hi. Back again. All right. So we, we're very excited because this episode <laughs> I thought was intimate. delightful, let's just say. Yeah, I thought intimate in the name and I knew it would be a good one. Oh, I was screaming. I was like pressing it 5,000 times. I was like, unlock, 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 it says intimate. I just knew. I knew right away. I knew right yeah. away that it was going to be this episode. Because, yeah, we, we've, as, as we mentioned, like we, we watched the stream, so we knew that something was coming up. And we just didn't know right when. Around. I thought the timing might line up, but you know, I didn't know how far ahead she was. And I had done, like uh, the other Purple Hyacinth episodes I've done, Kieran has not been in it, been any, in any of them. Ooh. So this one, I was like, I got a Kieran episode. Yes. Damn, you've been blessed with this one. It was a good one. Yes. I'm sorry, I might just be squealing half of this. I just I can't put a thought together. Squealing is appropriate fandom. Oh, no, I had to write down my notes because half of it is me just going, Shirtless Karen. <laughs> oh my god, no, as soon as we saw Karen in the cave with the pirate shirt, I was I was a goner. I was I like, know. I- this a key, a I'm like, baby, take it off. We know it's coming. I just knew. I was it's like, true. I'm just scrolling, and I'm like trying. I'm like trying to listen to the dialogue, but not really because yeah. I know the shirt's coming off. So I really didn't get a good, thorough examination of the dialogue until like the next. Yeah. I'm I just not gonna lie. This. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what? I noticed. I noticed Kieran's hands. I was like, man, his hands are attractive. I'm like, I don't know why they just jumped out at me. So. <laughs> it's soap does hands and backs very well <laughs> all right now that's what we began with the most important elements of this podcast of this it's just gonna get worse sorry guys <laughs> like way worse yeah <laughs> we, we will do some you know theorizing no, there's, there's some we stuff had a lot there. of information i have yes. a lot of questions like when my brain wasn't on fire from the imagery and it finally cooled down i was like oh we've learned a lot like, this is really great. <laughs> it was only four or five where i was like okay now i have theories and questions because i don't know what's going on <laughs> exactly so yeah let's chat all right, so they, we start off in the cave, and already it's a very warm environment. It's you know we got the fire, we have this beautiful lake. It's very romantic. <laughs> yeah, very moody, romantic setting in this like dark, like very. The, t- the tones are so much warmer than the normal like cave yeah. scenarios. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, definitely intimate. <laughs> oh, love it. And they're sitting on these um, moldy rocks, mossy rocks. Sorry, I think that's the correct term. And Kieran is saying, at least now we know the messenger's identity. And I'm just noticing they're both wearing different clothing. So do you think they like went home and changed and came to the cave? Like, I mean, I'm it- confused because I thought it, since they changed, it would have been the next day or something. But then later so on, like yesterday, dialogue, yeah. Lauren says, thanks for coming earlier, Kieran. And she yeah. means to the hospital. So I'm like, did you guys? go home and change and then decide to meet at the cave so i don't know if we'll get a flashback on that but it seems like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. also like why did they meet at the cave and not his 
so they would have a wonderful romantic setting for their i'm not questioning it i'm just saying (laughs) maybe because they thought people would overhear if his place was being watched so yeah yeah so yeah and um he's wearing what we'd like to call his titty window and uh, that's another thing i noticed i was like wow that is open man (laughs) that goes plunging deep that's deep it's a deep v so she um okay so he says at least now we know the messenger's identity and lauren says hmm, I'll, I'll inform my uncle the national security agency will take care of Raphael, hopefully like, what does take care of me does she mean like they're gonna kill him yeah. sniper situation like we'll just take him out i'm very i'm Raphael has not been my favorite person lately and everybody knows this he's on my shit list but uh, i don't i still don't want him to just be like I think I, think, I mean I think she means arrested. I hope she was arrested. Arrested. I mean, yeah, like arrested and interrogated. That's what she must. That's what she must mean. I mean, but like it's not that easy. Even if you find someone's identity, I feel like it still wouldn't be that easy to arrest them, interrogate them if they're part of the phantom site. Well, yeah, I think it's easier because they know he's a part of the circus, so they just have to go to the circus. The circus yeah. Well, I mean, they have to have like evidence, right? And like, do Lauren and Kieran have? enough evidence yeah. uh, if they're a just society that follows laws right they have to have evidence to implicate him in some crime that he's is worthy of arrest right mm-hmm. but, i don't yeah, know that's true it's a good point i don't know how their justice system works I, over there. yeah i honestly i don't think that we're gonna get like details that make 100 percent sense um because it's just a story and i don't think they're really focusing on that too much like i think it's just you know Mm-hmm. we're supposed to it, it serves whatever purpose it serves like i don't think we have to analyze like their yeah, no, every single detail yeah. exactly. <laughs> and we have this like beautiful reflection i love it i happen to love water so i i love like you know mm-hmm. just it calms me down just seeing it through webtoons <laughs> mm-hmm. and she's like oh, i don't know how i'm gonna break it to will though and which yeah you you know we already talked about how last time like when she was talking to will like i was like why don't you tell him but okay it's a little late now yeah. Uh, be a lot be... of information coming at Will all at once. So poor dude. <laughs> it's like I don't like being left in the dark. Lauren then leaves him and in the dark. And people like continue to leave him even further in the dark. Lauren's <laughs> like, let's turn off the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like I'm now practically certain that Redcliffe is our hostel. And Kieran continues. And this was when I first noticed his hands. I was like, oh yeah, he's got those nice oh, fingers. Yeah. And they're like square he's got those those artists like artist piano Mm -hmm. fingers yeah i don't know i never really analyze people's hands but they're very attractive oh baby oh it's great no i love like for men's hands i love like long slim fingers i don't like big bulky yes hands like you can't help your hands so i'm not (laughs) (laughs) i just that's what i'm into for hands like Ruben's hands like the more long elegant slender mm-hmm. just, just give me the veins and I'm I'm happy oh yes. yeah I mean I'm a nurse I look at people's veins all the time so I'm like I'm just like staring at people oh, I work yeah. out and I'm so proud of like whatever veins you let's see let's see them Mindy let's see oh my god Mindy they're beautiful excellent, excellent yeah, April excellent. those are juicy <laughs> get an IV in those babies with my eyes closed <laughs> you want to hear something hilarious yeah so when I was I was like 21 and I met my husband, right? And I was like this sheltered, 
you know, Basakov is the education system I went to, which is like a very religious girl school. I was a sheltered yeah. Basakov girl. I never talked to boys. I never touched a boy, right? I was like so sheltered. But when I met my husband, we didn't like we we didn't have sex before marriage. Let's just say that mm-hmm. um, we were supposed to not have, do anything for marriage. But whatever, um, we'll we'll forget that. But um, <laughs> I remember I did. I don't know how this came up, and, and, <laughs> I, and I somehow managed to sneak this in. But like somehow I mentioned him. I was like, oh yes, my vein, my skin is so pale that you can trace my veins all over my body. <laughs> Man, oh my God, Mindy. are you like the the female lead in a romance a romance <laughs> book <laughs> yeah yeah I was like well that's how you maybe. get their that's how you get their heart racing without <laughs> like you know how you just like just leave it. yeah yeah leave it to the imagination right <laughs> probably went home that I like I gotta see her veins oh my god you're, you're like, like okay, hilarious now. because yeah thinking about it now I'm like we're like what 12 years into marriage I don't think we've ever made use of that in a sexual way at all <laughs> That's, the problem that's, that day he went home and was like, okay, well, how can I like, do this in the future? <laughs> that's something new that you can. Right. Well, like, hey, y'all. Remember what I told you? Hey, remember? Yeah. After 12 years, you got to keep it fresh, Mindy. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're already into the story. I think you're after <laughs> <laughs> like, We're like three panels in. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know how, like it's also the people that you do it with like some people are more into it some people are not like if we were doing it with other people like there would not be this discussion but like oh uh, no no no, no not at all it's because we're the we're yeah, the I can talk about like nothing is ever off limits with me I can no, talk- 100% yeah and it's but like everybody like my like friends and people that like, like they know that nothing's off limits for me I think a big part of it's just like being in the medical industry for so mm-hmm. long it's like there's no shame judgment there's no secrets like I've seen and heard it all you can't surprise me with anything and I won't judge you so it's like and nothing's too dirty just like bring it bring it on yeah nothing is ever too dirty (laughs) yeah no completely agree so I don't even like the word dirty I'm like it's not dirty it's human like oh yeah well yeah that's exactly right I know yeah like that's how I see it but and that's a whole nother discussion, but like the way that we grew up, we kind of talked about that. Like it took a while to rephrase that mm-hmm. in my mind and working in the medical industry was a big part of that. Just realizing like, oh, this is all completely human. Everything's human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can tie that into Kieran's hum- humanity. Thing. Okay, there we go. <laughs> we were tying it straight, yeah. straight in. We'll we find ways to keep making like bringing back Story Tinker after dark. We can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be hard. <laughs> <laughs> all right so he says bella and Raphael are confirmed phantoms and flemings was invited to his ball he handled the finances of the weapon operation okay and lauren concludes that the funds collected from red ghost ball were probably meant to be redirected to his own coup d'etat instead of the hospital while the publicity would earn him the sympathy of the south, south shore and support for a civil revolution mm. what a typical politician yeah i'm i'm, I'm curious if we're gonna get a little bit more complexity to Redcliffe. Like, I feel like we, he's a little bit of an enigma. Like, we have this stereotype villain, right? Uh, villain yes. is like he's, yeah. you know, does good things for like not like, like political, not ideal reasons, not good reasons. Right. But I'm, I want to see him as a person. You know, I do, I do want to know, I don't want him to be like a stereotype. I, I, I would mm-hmm. be nice yeah. if we got a little bit more of a fleshed out version of him. I'm just curious if we're going to get, and I wouldn't be surprised because he's not a major character and there's already so many questions that need to be answered on all the other characters, but it would be kind of mm-hmm. interesting to get a little bit more backstory on him and maybe we'll get that through 
like Bella's eyes or some kind of version of things of like, oh, this like, cause she knows, I'm assuming she knows a lot about him and his past and mm-hmm. how he grew up and started the circus and stuff. So maybe we'll get more of that. Yeah, but I just think it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How, like someone would rise up in the phantom scythe like that quickly and amass that much power and popularity. Like, yeah, that would be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Like was he originally idealistic? Didn't the leader say that he started out with good intentions because he had that there was that scene where he was in the like hallway or something? And was it when I can never remember? Was it the episode? No, nah, I don't remember either. I don't even know, but it was one of the I think it's the apostle that's in charge of Kieran espionage four. and murders. Four, yeah, I think it's four. It was four. I can't remember. Um, but they were chatting and he said something about how, you know, good men who start out with the best of intentions, mm-hmm. um, succumb to greed, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like so many before them who succumb to greed. So he was talking about Apostle Seven mm-hmm. and Redcliffe. And so it makes me think like, yeah, he started out with good intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so too. I, th- you know, I, th- I think that's a very normal thing to happen to people. <laughs> So then Kieran says, it looks like we have our next target. And I'm kind of curious what they're going to do because Lauren's like, my uncle told me he's already under surveillance. Though, right. What do they want to do? Okay, let's, I guess I'll finish these panels. So I'm curious what their plan is. Yeah. And she says, the problem is that his ball was proposed to host a parlay with the Phantom Scythe. It's not official yet. So maybe we can stand a chance to stop it. But I'm like, why do you want to stop it? I thought, I think, I thought the parlay was a good idea. I know I'm kind of curious about that too I thought the parlay was supposed to be a good thing but maybe she's worried about is she worried about there maybe possibly being more nitro and the nitro is going to be used at the ball so we don't want to have like we need to take care of this situation before the ball happens I, I don't know is it related to like the nitro or is it related to I don't know. I kind of chalked it up to again, like not so logical, but (laughs) I don't know because, yeah, I I also just think the parlay is a good thing, and um, I just don't get it. But it's okay. And I guess also Dawkins told her must have told her because like how else would she know about this? Right. Unless I I don't think it became published public knowledge. I doubt it that the royalty would want that to spread. Yeah, I think that was from Tristan and uh, Doc. Yeah, it was one of the previous episodes when they were, it was, I think, one of the flashbacks where they were talking to Lauren. Mm. You had oh, they told her that? Yeah, they told okay. her about the parlay. Oops. <laughs> I think, right? I'm not making this up. I remember they talked to her, and I remember when the council discussed the parlay. I just don't remember that they told her, but okay. Yeah, okay. I think I think Doc told her about it. Mm-hmm. she was surprised i remember her saying something like oh i'm surprised the royals agreed to that or oh okay <laughs> which that could be sus but mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> here we are like excited like we're analyzing everything we're like why are you watch it not even matter but <laughs> there's so many questions mm-hmm. so yeah i'm a, I'm a little confused about that because she's like always oh, under surveillance so is that does that mean that like they will have a hard time like what's their plan like kidnap him like he's like oh of course in that case we'll need to move quickly and give your uncle and godfather everything they need to keep the vicon under control like what do you mean are they gonna like kidnap him and interrogate him the same way they did to the other ones like what are they planning on doing Uh, like throw him in jail house arrest i I don't know uh, for what like i i think 
I kind of assume maybe they they want to gather evidence against him. I don't know. It makes me worried for her uncle and for and for Dokken because I mean they keep mentioning like your uncle and your godfather need to keep him under control. They have all of the info they need, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that makes me nervous that like something will go wrong. Yeah. I'm really worried about this. And whenever he says um, or she says they have him under surveillance, are they talking about Naira? Oh, yeah, like, is this I, official surveillance? Is this like under the radar? Yeah. With like, like has the queen told? Like, but the queen and Dakon aren't very close, so I don't know how he would have that info from her because it seems exactly, like he's yeah. the only one that knows that Nera's spying on him. Unless it's that, um, maybe she's spying that, that lady. That what's her name? That, Lady A. Yeah, no, not Lady A. The lady that accompanied Redcliffe to the theater. Like his companion oh. that well, night, probably Montgomery yeah. or something. Mm. Yeah, I didn't think she was important, so I didn't bother to memorize her name. Mm. Yeah, I think it was Montgomery or something, but maybe she's someone like a spy, yeah. a double agent spy, something like that. Mm. That could be interesting. I don't know. I'm. Oh yeah, I'm a little confused about this stuff here, but whatever. Well. It's not the important part of the of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> we have Kieran in the pirate show. Gotta get to the meat of the episode. The <laughs> actual the meat. <laughs> oh. Not even there, you guys. Know. We're terrible. <laughs> so, Lauren leans back and sighs. She's like, I don't see how we can get close to someone like him. And Kieran stretches. He's so cute. He's like, oh, you know, the classic strategy. Incomprehensible hand swinging and silent <laughs> screaming. We have like way back when they're interviewing. Oh, flashbacks from Maloon. Yeah, way, way, way back. And then, you know, or our listening devices interfering with each other, ninja days, and accidentally getting your partner hypnotized and turned into a child. <laughs> oh, so cute. You've gone so well for them. Yeah. <laughs> and Lauren smiles <laughs> and she's like, hmm? This like warmed my heart so much. Like their little banter here and like reminiscing about past moon adventures, you know? Oh. It was amazing. <laughs> it's so interesting, like how far they've come because they're also in their outfits from um episode ten when they made the deal. Oh right. Yeah, the author notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, Sofa pointed that out, you know. So I just think it's super cute. It's like we're coming full circle. We're getting the flashbacks of their progression of their relationship as Loon. Gosh, yeah, I didn't realize that. And when he says like, oh, you know, like we're better at we're better at improvising than planning. I'm like, so true. Because I mean, what was the factory arc if not them just Oh, they had zero plan. They just showed up and she's like, What are we doing? He's like, I don't know. (laughs) Do I look like a man? They are not planners. (laughs) No. I mean they improvised quite well for everything that went down, but not planners, they are not. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. Yeah, she's like, so 50% plan, 50% absolute chaos. And then yeah, it's more like 20% that line. plan. Like 20% plan, 80%. <laughs> that was a that was a generous percentage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're so cute. Like I love how I mean, and you see, like she laughs, and then Kieran's looking at her with a little smile, and it's just the sweetest. The man thing is in ever. love. He's no. in love. He's looking yeah. at his woman laugh. The man is gone. He he's gone. <laughs> I know just I mean like I was like mushing out already at this point like this was enough to get me like soft in my heart I know like how often does he get to see her laugh 
really like when they're together and he was the cause of her laughing no it's the best feeling ever when you make somebody laugh and so he's just like taking a little bit of yeah (laughs) you know is this the assassin is this the cold-hearted murderer that he appears to be no no big softy boy (laughs) (sighs) all right well, and now Lauren says, Kieran, thank you for coming earlier, by the way. He's like, of course, I'm your boyfriend after all. Oh. Just like they keep bringing that up. He, okay, yeah, he mentions boyfriend constantly. He looks for any opportunity to say that he is her boyfriend. He's like, have you forgotten? <laughs> yeah, have you forgotten? I'm have you boyfriend. forgotten? Um, we're dating. Yeah, we're dating, actually. He is a goner. Like, he's there already. <laughs> right. It's, like, totally subconsciously, you know, not subconsciously. He's, like, bringing it up with, like, let's see what she says. Yeah. Let's just push it. Just I know. It. He loves to tease her so much, but she's past that point now. Like, <laughs> so good. Yeah. And then he gets up and with his little smirk on his face, he's like, and you, you're lucky to be dating a professional killer who's had a very thorough education on poisons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie at that line. I just automatically thought of him, like, in a Harry Potter class, like potions class. Right. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> With oh, like a potions class at Hogwarts, like you've got the little robe. Uh-huh. <laughs> so cute. Mm. Yeah, now he talks about exactly what you said last episode. I think it was I was time. right. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, I was Literally. right to the to the my uh-huh. I was right. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I can tell you. you. <laughs> I will just say. Well, so, pat on the back. Yeah. yeah, it's great to feel, feel that. Yeah, so he says, I thought about Green's case and what do all the people who fall ill have in common? And he gets up and he's looking at a book and she says, they've all been in close proximity to Green. He says, you, William, and the whole cast has been to and not everyone got sick. So more precisely, what did they all do that you guys didn't? And he's flipping through the book and Lauren is, you know, crossing her arms, leaning over and looking at the book. And she says, well, came in a paramedic's touch screen. And he says, so did Cooper, Grace, and Nera, though I don't know anything about her. Okay, well, Lord does letting you know, Kieran. She is sick. Yeah, yeah so you know. <laughs> Readers will tell you she's she's not feeling so great. Mm-hmm. And he turns to her and he says, all right, not every poison needs to be ingested or inhaled. Some substances can be absorbed through skin and then cross into the circulation, which then spreads them systemically. And she's like, oh, so then the poison could have been put in her perfume makeup or some prop that the killer knew she'd use which is like literally what you said <laughs> my body makeup mm-hmm. ding 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 exactly like the <laughs> one theory, only theory i've gotten right in the many podcasts i've been yeah that's that's more than a lot of people that's more than i have so you <laughs> it's well. the only one everything else has been dead ass wrong so we'll, we'll see well, thanks for entertainment he says, anyone touching her skin or the poison prop would also absorb it. And then she says, but many were wearing gloves while touching her and still developed symptoms. And then he says, I suppose they must have been careless and touched their face or some exposed skin before removing the gloves. Which, by the way, is my is my rant. I don't get why people are anal about gloves because, like, you can be dirty with gloves and clean with your hands, you know? Like, like you can just, like, touch everything with your gloves and, mm-hmm. like, now it's not even clean. And, like... Yeah. You could just wash your hands a lot. Anyway, that's my yeah. Totally and not really like absorbing the stuff systemically, like you can like in the hospital. You know, I mean, obviously we don't want to touch that stuff anyways, but you can absorb stuff s- systemically through your mm-hmm. hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially working, you know, 
COVID, when COVID came out and stuff, like that's when we really got real crazy. Like you don't realize how often you touch yourself and things, even with your gloves, yeah. because mm-hmm. yeah, like, especially in the beginning when things were crazy and nobody do like exactly oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And stuff. Yeah. Like we were, I was like, you go in the room and be like, I don't want to touch anything. And yeah. It was really, it was really difficult. Like you know, I was changing gloves constantly, but like four pairs on and pull them off. And the second you leave the room, you're like trying not to touch anything. It was crazy, but <laughs> But also true, Mindy, it's important to have clean hands. <laughs> yeah, so she's leaning over, looking at the book, and she's like, well, so what poison could have been used? And then the next picture, she's somehow holding the book, but okay. <laughs> he has a massive stack of books on his desk, which makes me love him. <laughs> He's got all those books at his place, too. I know. Read. Another another point for Kieran. We love a well-read man. He likes oh fiction and nonfiction, which is just mm. a man that reads some medical textbooks but also reads fic- like uh, this is my my top reason i mean <laughs> meg claims besides his elegant myself. hands i know meg's <laughs> like i told i told him i was like oh my number one reason i like Kieran is because of books and meg's like you never like you know message me to scream about his books you only scream about his naked chest i was like well <laughs> okay but now we get his books and his naked chest in one episode in one episode <laughs> good point emily we're getting all of it <laughs> so she's like and he says my best guest is medusa's kicks uh kiss derived from a potent lizard venom and you know medusa i i was like trying to figure out is there any relation to you know i was trying to figure that out medusa? too but I don't know. I mean, Medusa is like, she's like this uh, monster or person, whatever that who smith snakeheads and her look turns people into stone. But yeah, from Greek mythology. Yeah. I Do we think that has know. anything? Maybe I wonder if it ties in at all to the um, Pantheon. Mm. Maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I can, I know it must be called Medusa's kiss because of the paralytic qualities, but like the stiffness. Mm-hmm. I don't know if paralytic is the right word, but. Uh, so maybe stiffness turning into stone, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's probably just a dramatic name. Yeah. It's interesting it says potent lizard venom, though, because, wait, do we know where um, Bella's viper venom comes from? I don't think we've just got that. No. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyway. I, don't, I don't think it's that important. Essentially composed of myotoxins, which paralyze the muscles and prevent the victim from escaping. And hemotoxins, which cause hemolysis and rapid, which I looked up, is just the blood cells breaking apart. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, destruction of red blood cells. Cool, cool. And rapid disseminated coagulation, which I know F is in med school in Canada, but here we call it uh, DIC, which is disseminated intravascular coagulation. So at first I was like, I haven't heard of this one, but it sounds familiar, but that's that's what we call it here in the States. Mm-hmm. Like okay. in medical terminology. Um, so basically like your blood clotting, your blood has blood clotting factors. And for different reasons, it could be from a toxin or it could be from your liver, which makes those factors shutting down or things like that. It can basically cause your blood to make huge blood clots in certain areas and other areas bleed out. Mm. So it can start like, you can get weird bruises, bloody cough. Like I've only seen it, I think twice in my whole career and it's horrible. Mm. like bleeding out everywhere from every orifice it's not pretty oh no. my gosh what do you do to help it like in real life uh well the ones that i saw they died so <laughs> I, oh I mean not funny but it was just yeah like sorry that's my fucked up medical humor coming in but no it was just i mean they were past the point of 
of like saving at that point. But if it's minor, it's usually um, different medications that you can give to get your blood, you know, blood factor, clotting factors, like back working again. What you, can have it, you can have it minor. You can have it like start out really minor, but if it's caught too late and it can happen really fast, like if the liver shuts down really fast, it can happen really fast. And so that's when I saw it happen and they were doing CPR and like, sorry guys, this is going to be really graphic, but blood was like shooting out of this mouth oh while like onto the ceiling. Wow. Yeah. Didn't survive. But anyways, it's really bad. Like with green, not great. So this is what happened. So, and so the symptom description seemed to match what green experienced. And Lauren is impressed and tells him, I don't know if I should be happy or disturbed that you know that. And he's like, it's fantastic bedtime reading, I assure you. So cute. Oh, look at him all proud of himself. With that little grin. <laughs> so cute. And she wonders, is this Belladonna's doing? And he's like, could be. It's creative. And she's always had a knack for dramatic deaths. Interesting. So who could it be if it's not Bella? I'm so confused. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It. There's so many people. Who knows? Yeah, it could be the butler. <laughs> what's a uh, what's that? What's that? Coco? Maybe Coco. <laughs> the peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Very intelligent. Peacock. It could be anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone yeah. at this point, Lady A. It could be her. Who knows? Yeah, like oh, that yeah. would be that would be a real twist right there. Mm. Mm. And we, no, everyone would be like, "I knew it! I knew it all along." <laughs> we all, we all just heard it here first, folks. If it's Lady A, <laughs> you heard yeah. it here first. I was wondering if maybe, like, I mean, this is super far out there. I'm probably wrong, but the play that she wrote is very critical, right, of their society. Yeah, and I was wondering, like, could it just be like another, like, see, undercover, like, royal assassination of some kind mm. to like squash any, um, like, political or like social dissent? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was kind of thinking, you know? Yeah, because I don't know, like, who else would have it really out for her that at least that we know so far or that we could theorize so far. Right. Because she appeared once, and then she appeared a second time, and she died. <laughs> She really did not interact with anyone. No. Huh. Me wonder if it could, because if somebody, if it's somebody that's involved with the royals, there's only so many people that we know of, and I don't think, I mean, unless Dakon has some kind of evil side that we're not seeing, oh, which I know, which I don't think. No, I don't. I don't think that's. Yeah, something going on with him. We don't know, but we know that Stefan is the spy master, so maybe he could have something. Yeah, I don't know. We know the queen is like not the queen is not very supportive of the people in her city. So I don't know if maybe she has like secret people on the side. Yeah, you know, I like I like the queen. Father, like her father-in-law, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the queen is quite reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and she says, "Okay, I'll inform the hospital tonight. Maybe they can do something with this information. Is there any antidote that you know of?" There's no. <laughs> we have to wait and hope their bodies will eliminate the poison they've absorbed. And you know, all Lauren's grip on the book shaking. Yeah, she's like, damn it. And he's then he puts his head on her shoulder. Such a good person. Oh, he wefts her so much. <laughs> There's just no hesitation with the touch now. Zero. 
Mm-hmm. None of this like hand and going back. He just puts no. it straight there. Last time in the cave, right? Is like the oh new, yeah, new that's right. Wait, is the last time they were at the cave pre factory arc? I think it was ninety. Oh shoot, I don't remember. Ninety three. I think so. I, I mean, I, I think that I don't remember them being in the, in the cave. Otherwise. I don't think that Lauren's been back to the cave since. Yeah. It's been a long time. I for sure. It's been what three weeks in the story by now. Because we're almost to the month. We're almost to the mm. he's dead, right? Probably, yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. We, we need like a timeline update. Oh, <laughs> there was, um, I forgot who it was. There was someone on Instagram, Webtoon. Her, her name had Webtoon in it. And she made this timeline. It was a long time. It was like a year ago or something. Of the first up till then, whatever it was. And it was hilarious because it was like, impossible for it didn't work like the day oh, the timeline time. yeah uh, and it was like so it was like well yeah that's true oh sorry well. <laughs> it was hilarious it was, it was it's so okay funny. just look at kieran's chest we'll forget all of it right. that that's that's coming up soon we just have to get there <laughs> yeah and he's like as with many poisons the effects are dose dependent if they're stable now i think the worst is already behind them Kim will be fine. Look at that reassuring smile. He's just like he's they care so much for each other. They're undeniably really good friends at this point. Yeah. And even just that is warming my heart. It's so so good that both I know, of them, he knows. Like, like he knows how terrified she's been and how worried she's been. And he just wants to, you know, comfort mm-hmm. her. Like, hey, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be okay. The fact that she's been stabilized, the worst is behind her, like she's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. I just love seeing it because both of them were so closed off in the beginning. Um, and, you know, Lauren had friends, but she was so, yeah. And they're, they're just really, really caring for each other. And I love it. Oh. And I just love seeing Karen open up with touch so much because like I said, on the other podcast, like we don't know his storyline. We don't know if he had like a really lovely family upbringing, like if he had a lot of love, like good parents or anything, but obviously like, whatever happened up until he got taken was not great from then and I don't think that he's had a lot of like good physical touch like everything's mm-hmm. been kind of like torture and yeah like yeah. and we also don't know like how many close relationships if he's had any like romantic or you know mm-hmm. very friendly platonic relationships like how he is with Lauren we're like we don't know you know I'm thinking not because he wants to protect other people from being involved with him because he's the ph but yeah I don't think either didn't he say at the bar a member that 83 kapoot kim didn't he say something like I have a lot of friends and it was like a lie or something like that oh yeah he said like oh I have a lot of um friends I could introduce to those girls yeah there we go no friends at least yeah. no friends he can introduce but yeah <laughs> no and his friends have been like random people in the phantom's life like the doctor and he said he had a friend oh the one that got him the fake identities he called yeah. him a friend but i think he just means more like a co-worker yeah like acquaintance uh-huh. or something yeah yeah mm. yeah and lauren says thank you kieran thank you oh i just and she's totally fine with his hand on her shoulder like she's not pulling away she's you know being totally fine with it she which is great and she continues she was wounded at the factory and now this and i i and her her chin is trembling lips quivering again oh oh look how like she's open she's able to be vulnerable with kieran and show her emotions it's just yeah. so lovely 
so looks so concerned. Like, oh, they've just come so far, especially since the last time we're in the cave because, <clears throat> excuse me, um, he went to go reach for her, remember, to comfort mm-hmm. her because she was talking about her parents and then he pulled his hand away. Mm-hmm. And then they just have that opening at the end, but mm-hmm. oh, now they're just comforting each other. <sighs> I love this so much. Oh my gosh. And he looks at her with that compassionate look in his eyes. And, oh like God. the whiskey bangs in his eyes. Oh, oh no. Oh. Whiskey bangs in the pirate shirt. Oh. Like, guys, these aren't even realistic bangs. Nobody has bangs in this in real life. But, like, why is it so hot when it's animated? Wait a second. Oh, my God. Okay, y'all. I'm going to send you on Instagram a picture of my <laughs> husband, like, two days ago when he woke up and his hair was, like, all in his face. And I was like, you look so amazing. I'm going to take a picture of you. <laughs> Okay. I, okay, I, 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 his yeah. bangs look like this um they could but they're they're not exactly like this but they're pretty nice he has, again, okay. his man has been he hates long hair but he grows it for me because he knows i love it mm-hmm. he need to have a butt like a really short haircut if he was up no. to but <laughs> he knows that i love long hair on men and he keeps it <laughs> okay i'm gonna send you the one where he's making a funny supposedly sexy face because he knows that's how i think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the okay. one that Let's shows his beautiful hair. His hair needs to be washed. Sorry, I'm just letting you know, but it's like, ah, oh, <laughs> so gorgeous. I love it so much. <laughs> Yo, Johan, yes. work it. <laughs> I love the, the finger in the mouth. What a little like model pose, huh? <laughs> I know, he's hilarious. Okay, I'm got gonna... yourself a good one there, Mindy. <laughs> he's, he's no, he's got, like a, he's got some good wave. Yeah, I know. Really good yeah, wave. Sure. Right yeah. well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this on like audio, like this is his sexy pose, y'all. <laughs> Everybody, go to YouTube to see Mindy's uh, husband sexy pose. Yeah. <laughs> my my husband when he wakes up in the morning, he's he's Filipino, so he has very 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 like thick dark eight like uh you know just Asian hair, uh-huh. and his hair in the morning like he gels it back every single day because it's like kind of longer and thick. But every morning when he wakes up, he has the I call it the perfect Leonardo DiCaprio from. Oh. The Titanic, it's like perfect down the middle and it's super fluffy. It's wow. like, yeah, it's so good. I'm like, oh, you're Leonardo DiCaprio here. It's just, he should wear his hair like that then. Why is he jelly it It's so fluffy though. Like, it's really fluffy. Like, he needs some hairspray. It's, yeah, he just gels <laughs> it back and it looks really good. He looks good both ways. Oh, well, Lily, I think you're he's a good looking guy. Yeah, he's got good hair, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll sometimes push his hair to the front and I'm like, you got Kieran things. Like, so close. <laughs> See, I'm even trying. Sometimes Kieran's hair almost like a little curly. Curly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like wavy sometimes. And then if I put a high bun, I could be Kieran for Halloween. Mm-hmm. You just need a pirate yeah. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> <Titty> <laughs> <window>. <laughs> I never thought about that. Huh. Yeah. You could dress up as Kieran. I like it. Huh. Yeah, I like Kieran. Okay. I want to be Bella. Okay. I want to be Bella for Halloween. Oh, that would be a fun. That would be fun. way more fun costume-wise, but. Yeah. Okay. You're giving me ideas. Hmm. Oh, my God. Maybe we should do a podcast where we dress up. Oh, God. Yeah. I have a shirt that's sort of like what they wear. I don't know what we could do, but I want to do it. <laughs> okay. Now, well, next week, guys. That's our challenge. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I was like, well, we could dress up as shirtless gear. <laughs> That is definitely story tinker after dark. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't mind, but definitely story tinker after dark. <laughs> yeah, there's kids out there. Sorry, guys. Not, not, not this episode, but no, we should totally dress. We should try to dress up. I think that'd be fun. Okay. <laughs> but, huh. All right. For our best. Yeah. I'm thinking through my, my, my closet. What do I have? <laughs> I know. I might just throw on some red lipstick and try to do a pink situation. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so he reaches to hug her which is oh my gosh these people are hugging right and left like it's the season oh. of hugs it's the season of hugs they have the hug at the at the at the factory and then the hug when lauren's crying after she's being hypnotized i mean these people and then are- he was holding her at the hospital, hospital. and then he like she uh i know it's like you know in like regency era romance novels where it's like they like you get a little peek of like an ankle or like a wrist. Yeah. Hugs, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's how slow burn this romance has been. Yeah. We're really getting off on these hugs. Yeah. <laughs> I happen to appreciate that. Um, I think that's why. Like, I'm not. I love romance in in books, and yeah. I like more young adult fiction. I think because it kind of stays at that level. I mm-hmm. don't necessarily. Yeah. I don't necessarily find like sexual sex described in books. Like, I don't. It doesn't really do anything for me like I love the emotional stuff like the hugs and the kisses mm-hmm. and the you put his hand on her cheek you know like that kind of yeah. it, needs to be, it needs to be done well like it needs to yeah. actually be part of the progression and not just a bam yeah. but go. it's like kind of like emotional tenderness or like my friends and I like to call it like horny tenderness Oh. Like that's what we're that's what we're looking for in like romance comics or books. <laughs> that's perfect, Emily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're looking for the horny tenderness. <laughs> exactly, exactly where we're at. <laughs> oh. I I don't even think this is horny. I think this is this particular case. I think it's just like compassionate. You know, it's underlying. It's in there yeah. deep down. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put we'll, we're throwing it on them. <laughs> we're the horny they're the tenderness we're the horny exactly which that's that's okay (laughs) i mean lauren's about to see so she's about to be Mm. well Mm. actually okay fine let's let's we'll talk about okay okay okay, okay, yeah yeah yeah, but unfortunately the hugging does not happen because he is in pain and he like oh goes back to clutch his back and man was caught blocked by his own shoulder (laughs) He's like kicking himself in his uh, head right now. Yeah, he's like, God oh. damn it! Oh, why now? <laughs> yeah, well, it was Raphael, so basically it's Raphael. I mean, it, everything has been Raphael's fault so far yeah. this season. If he ever sees Raphael again, he'll be like, you cost me a hug with Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he might have cost her. him a hug, but what is he bringing him? <laughs> he, might, he might thank him later. Yeah. Thank <laughs> him later. And she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, ugh. And you see a blood like spreading on his shirt on his back. And he is that's his arm, right? His his hand yeah, is on his just, Yeah, he's kind of grabbing it like this. Mm-hmm. And she asks, Were you injured yesterday? And he's like, Oh, a few punches in that cut. He was hella better than I would ever expect from a messenger. He sighs, he stuck up behind me, which I usually never allow to happen. I love and that now, he said Hella. Hella, why? It's cute. Right? Hella was so like like people would say that when I was in high school, like twenty, like, 20. like is Kieran from the Bay Area? Is this Bay <laughs> Area, Kieran? Like this is the only place I've been. That they right? like was Kieran on Tumblr in twenty fourteen? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Hmm. 
I don't know. I thought I thought that was funny. I've never heard anyone say it in real life, but I have read it, you know, a lot. <laughs> a lot. You well, might hear it more now, Emily, that you live in uh, yeah, oh, I definitely Los People use it all the time here. Oh, yeah. No, when I lived in San Diego for a little bit, I was like, oh, and, and the Bay Area for a year. I was like, oh, people actually say this. This isn't just on TV. <laughs> oh, that is funny. And he says, something tells me that he's been in this phantom scythe business for a long time. And then, <laughs> casually, casually, like lifting his shirt. Oh, by the way, did anyone think, like, do you ever, you ever think about like the different ways people can take off their shirt? Like, I've noticed I always take off my shirt in the same way. And it's like, I don't typically do that, but like, that is. You want to do the cross? Mm, no. But it's hot. Why is the cross so just like, the cross is like, you're about to have some fun, probably. <laughs> right i know yeah and you're right in movies they always do that that's, they that's always, the... and it's like slow it's always like i'm not actually gonna take my shirt off but like <laughs> they always do it really slow yeah <laughs> oh and we see oh, yes it's, mm, very, it's already um, just the beginning like mm-hmm. yeah um yes that man works out mm. let's just say mm. <laughs> his whole life is a workout yeah, yeah. I mean, we could talk about it for a while. Just this, like, two inches of skin that we see here. <laughs> no, oh yeah, like Emily, like you said, just an ankle. This is the ankle. Yeah. This is the ankle. <laughs> but then the very next panel. Mm. Yeah, and he his shirt is off, and oof. yeah, he says, "I think a stitch pop." Like I didn't even read what he said. I, was like, <laughs> I know. I was like, "What?" Like, wow. sir, I'm looking respectfully, but also not very respectfully. <laughs> also very like disrespectfully, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Um, I have notes yeah. I haven't even looked at them like I'm just completely <laughs> lost it I have notes for later but for the first part when I read this it was just like my mind my brain just shut down it was just oh, okay I have one intelligent thing okay one intelligent thing. um it's interesting how the last time they were in the cave was 93 right and mm-hmm. that's when she went up to him and said take off your shirt oh yes he goes huh and she goes take off and she basically does it for him and he's all apprehensive and stuff this man is just no apprehension now (laughs) stripping it off in front of her like it's he doesn't even care about showing her his injuries now like he's not trying to hide it like before he's Mm -hmm. comfortable with her not only to take his shirt off but also see the injuries Mm -hmm. yeah like that's a big progression in just a few weeks yeah i I do have to say um if he's like sexually attracted to her i feel like he would be more self-conscious so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to not reconcile this because in my head i want i want him to be sexually attracted to her so i you know whatever like right if you're if you're attracted to someone you're like self-conscious about like your body and like you notice like you would be like he would be more good right he knows he's like shy you know i don't know like you'd be like, oh, how she is she looking at me? I, feel I don't like know. More shy for like the emotional aspect, but like the physical part, I feel like Kieran knows. Kieran knows he looks good, and he knows like when he takes his shirt off. I mean, later he even says like eyes up here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right. I I think he's actually. Um, I don't think he walks around thinking like, oh, I'm hot. I think he just doesn't. I think he maybe doesn't think of himself as like in terms of like, oh, I have a body and like it's cool. Like I think he's just. Think, like, I he's don't comfortable think with her. think highly of himself in any regard because yeah. he obviously doesn't think of himself well 
men- mentally, like for yeah. who he is, he thinks he's a monster. And I do think that there is a strong connection on how you see the, the mind and body are very closely linked mm-hmm. as much as we try to deny it and how you think and view yourself physically can affect yourself mentally and vice versa. And so mm-hmm. for him to not think of himself so highly in his mind, he could think like, he does get the outward appreciation, like, you know, at the bar, like all the women were all over him. And, you know, mm-hmm. when he's at the precinct, Kim's like, oh, he's so handsome. He's the new precinct prince. And people are constantly commenting on how good looking he is. Like, even when Lauren, who never wants to admit it, gets reverted to being a 10 year old, is like, yes. that's the first thing she says. She's like, oh my God, this guy's so handsome. You know, and then Artemis was joking, handsome boy. So it's it's very clear that he gets that attention from the outside world. But if he doesn't believe it, then it doesn't matter. Right. You know, so I think also, I mean, and this might also be my personal like opinions on the topic. I think he doesn't. He's not so shallow. Like he's he's like I am not my body. Like I am, you know, my brain, my personality, whatever my behavior. Uh-huh. Like yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he's that superficial. And he's uh, like, also, he also, Mindy might not be so attached to his body because unfortunately his body has just mm-hmm. been used as a tool mm-hmm. and he's been a killing That's machine like- that he can't even look at himself in the mirror. Like we, we know that he can't even look at himself in the mirror without seeing a monster. Mm-hmm. So of course he's not going to look in the mirror and be like, Hey, uh, good looking, yeah, but right. he may get that verbal affirmation from other people. Like, Oh yeah, I'm probably a good looking guy, but he does but it. Like, it kind of like rolls off. Like he might not internalize it that much. He might just mm-hmm. be like, yeah. Like they think I have a nice body, but like it's maybe but not. I'm a, like, but I'm a monster. I think that's mm-hmm. what he thinks. Like, like, how does he deal with him? Or yeah, his body has been used as a weapon. So he's like, they like they see a beautiful body, and I see I see weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a killing mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, but but indeed, he's got the muscles, and they're well developed, and yes, uh, I the. <laughs> I go I go to the gym right and like I, I don't know if I could if, I don't know if I could if I can accurately say that what? I don't don't go that I don't enjoy the sights that I see well yeah <laughs> you're a normal healthy red-blooded woman right like you said it's human and it's normal mm-hmm. yeah you're, just looking, really. you're not yeah it's called window shopping you're not <laughs> <laughs> yeah so now lauren is noticing she notices the scar in his shoulder and it's like really emphasized we have two whole panels of it um she doesn't mention it though so but she notices so i think you know it'll come up eventually right um we we have been explained what it is but she doesn't know yet and he's like there's totally not minding it he's like naked in front of her he's like ah. and you know unwrapping his bandages now we see Mm-hmm. yeah more of his amazing art she yes. looks so concerned in the back like if you zoom in she looks so sad for him mm-hmm. yeah because she's seen like all of his, like all of his scars I think mm-hmm. yeah. and also like he mentions it in some of the next panels but that he was you know had the flagellation scars but they're on the front too a lot of times flagellation scars are only on the back yeah so that means they whipped him in the front too like that's ooh. seriously these people horrible but he does look really hot right there <laughs> sorry i'm just like okay mindy how you are with hands like 
it's the neck yeah oh okay the neck for me the neck right there mm. sorry <laughs> i was like lily you want to nuzzle podcast into that neck? what you want to nuzzle into that neck yes i do i want to be learning <laughs> <I just went, laughs> yes right in that neck like what oh. arms that's like my favorite body part what arms, what? arms? yeah if you have nice arms i'm gone <laughs> Honor. gone <laughs> I apologize, listeners, for this being the horniest episode. I, I mean, I was like, I, I don't know. I, I was, I was like, I, 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 like, I'm no. sorry, not sorry. Sure everyone else reading this, they are having the exact same thoughts. Okay, <laughs> how could you not see Kieran? <laughs> I mean, they drew this for us. Like, why else is he? Naked? We have to appreciate it, <laughs> right? Exactly. This is just appreciating Sofanet for all their hard work. I know. So, um so spent hours drawing this so we have to i'm just appreciating her hard work and dedication every line every yeah every single little line every line every shadow (laughs) every chisel (laughs) every dip And but Lauren, unlike us, is not thinking about that. Lauren is concerned for his well-being because she says he thinks he keeps pushing his body to his limits despite injuries that haven't healed, despite the pain. What kind of training did he undergo to be able to withstand that? And, you know, she had this question already before, like about, about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but now, unlike last time, she actually asked about it and she thinks he's covered in scars. What did they do to him? And then mm-hmm. you see that long cut um, from Raphael. But like, my question is like, who stitched this exactly? Because I don't Maybe think- he got the doctor. doctor. Yeah, doctor friend. I'm sure because you can, like, I know he can do stitches because we know from 36 and 37, he can do that. Uh, but he, you can't stitch that area. That's absolutely impossible. Yeah, and right. also another kudos to Sofanef with F's medical knowledge. These are really realistic looking stitches. Like this is mm. really well done. Cool. Yeah. The little, the little sutures and the little ties, you know? Mm-hmm. they could have just made it real jagged and yeah you know cartoony looking but yeah. good job mm-hmm. also, but i love how like all the scars i feel like so just like a crayon just like, <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my gosh the back muscles are so good too mm-hmm. they look the, the back oh my god the arm the neck the back of the neck the arms the neck <laughs> upper back <laughs> the whole shebang the whole, the whole <laughs> thing oh. <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny. I am noticing the hands. I didn't even think about it. Like, oh, oh it. yeah, <laughs> just, just beautiful. Mm. <gasps> Kieran, take out your little bun. <laughs> I know, right? The hair. And we'll never get it. We'll ever get his hair down. Mm-mm. We've had it a couple of times. Mm. Well, maybe, maybe that'll be like the bombastic scene where there'll be like a kiss or something, and it'll be also the hair, and we're just gonna explode. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Her hands in his hair down. Uh, oh, it actually, it's hot. It's hot in here. Oh my god! If mm. we get a hair grip, I'm uh, I'm exploding. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is Kieran's fourth wall break to the readers. Eyes up here. Nose. I love it. That we're not paying attention. Like that little snarky grin. I love it. So cute. So funny. Also, I just noticed his ears, like the inside of his ears have been like very pink the whole episode. Every, <laughs> every panel that they're in, they're like, right? Pink. A little pink. Yeah. 
Somebody had mentioned that in the Discord and said he's blushing, but then somebody else said that that's like, like a artistic way to draw ears mm -hmm. to make mm -hmm. it look like. Because yeah, you know, I'm wondering if it's just like part of the shadow. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was more like a shadow. Like, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I know. I just I noticed like like I don't know. I didn't notice in other episodes, but this episode it's like they're all pink. But anywho. And then she ignores that and asks, How did you get the scars on your back? Which good for her because these two like need to communicate. And I'm so happy that she's yeah. asking like a real question that finally, is serious. Finally. Mm -hmm. These two don't talk about anything personal. I mean they do, but like there's more that they yeah. haven't talked they're about. They're very cryptic. And mm -hmm. like Kieran's backstory, we have so little of it. I mean, this episode you get more, but it's still yeah. it's still cryptic. Very but well. we do get more information. I know. I was like shocked that we got what we did. So he freezes first, which is I will say it's a little interesting because the fact that he like he took off his shirt, he's not dumb. Like he knows that his scars are very. He visible. can notice exactly. I don't so, know. I guess I guess he thought that she wouldn't say anything. Like, ask the personal question. You know what I mean? Maybe. So, yeah, Lauren notices that. She pauses and then looks away. She's like, sorry, I didn't mean to. But he continues. And he finally says, he says, it's all right. And he pauses for a bit. He's not looking at her. And he says, flogging, I wasn't very obedient when I was brought into the Phantom Scythe. So you could tell it's a little hard for him to talk about it. But I'm yeah, so like happy that he is. Like the body language before, like they were open and like you know facing each other, and now when he's getting into his backstory, he's turned away. He yeah. doesn't want to see her reaction, and he's like looking down, just like, you know trying to take care of himself, grabbing medicine. He's like very closed off now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the fact that he's even talking is amazing. Huge. It shows yeah, how far they've come. Huge development. So but he's like powering through. He's like he's saying the things that he wants to say. Mm -hmm. Yep. And she's like, but why? How did you come to be part of the Phantom Scythe? And it's like, yes, Lauren, ask that question. Ask it. Finally. And he answers. And this is interesting. He says, sometimes, this is the most theorizing part of the episode. Sometimes I still ask myself the same question. I never really knew why. They thought I was someone else. Notice. Okay? Mm -hmm. And they could use me to blackmail whoever was their target. So... Do you think he knows who this someone else was and he didn't want to tell her? This is where, I mean, are we going to talk about our theories now here or at the end? Um, this is probably a good spot. Okay, finally. You know, I guess, what do you want? We could read, read everything and then theorize. Okay. Re, or we at least read a little more. Yeah, okay. a little bit, a little bit more. Okay. And he says, they took me. I was a street painter. It wasn't hard. I remember we saw that episode. Oh, we totally saw that episode where they like, you know, they covered erased, him up. Right? Yeah, he was in there, and then they were like, "Oh shit, people noticed," and then they covered him up. That was him. He was yes. there. We have confirmation on that. In that episode, in the background, the easels and the like, the paint canvases and the easels show up several times. That you're like, okay, I should be looking at this, and everything else is blurry in the background except the easels. Uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we knew this already. <laughs> so, um, and he says, when they realized that they were mistaken, they couldn't just let me go. They kept me and made me useful. Bitter mm -hmm. smile. And gods know that I've been useful to them. And then she asks, why didn't you run away? Hide you where they couldn't find you. And then we have this like very jarring like panel 
surrounding it's thing. got uh, like barbed wire like look. barbed wire yeah. or something it's just it's like so jagged like jagged line yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's like very emphatic he says Israeli I couldn't and that's that's it like he doesn't elaborate it and say why mm-hmm. all right you want to do some theorizing now yes oh boy all right where do we even start okay yeah so i it's interesting because i had this theory before that kieran is like this it had to do with what i read of um victor hugo's book that he pulled out in oh um the secret garden right yeah it was the other one it was the man who laughs um oh the man who laughs that he was like a secret royal child or something that's what i I know i was thinking of you mindy when i was reading the episode i was like well mindy's theory is out yeah he's a street painter i mean i guess it not completely like unless he was the hidden street painter right yeah that would make it more complicated but maybe right (laughs) um so the person that was supposed to be taken do we think that it was lauren and lauren was going to be used as a hostage to blackmail her parents because they weren't adhering to the leader's orders that's kind of what i started to like theorize about today because it has to be someone it has to be someone that had status or was important enough to even create a blackmail blackmail situation. Exactly. Right. But I mean, to me, that's like uh, Lauren is a female with red hair and Kieran is a male with black hair. Like, I mean, whoever was doing the kidnapping was like really bad. Like, <laughs> that's what I was wondering. But like, do we know? We don't know when Kieran was kidnapped, correct? Or we, do we? No, we don't. We don't know, but I'm going to assume it was the ATST. That's what I was thinking. And if he because then maybe they were just grabbing children or they just grabbed him. And maybe in like the heat, I mean, like in the explosion and everything, they were just grabbing maybe children and they well we okay so we know because he was the kid with the easel that he was at that festival right so like Mm -hmm. we know he wasn't taken before then he was he also what's interesting is that we get these flashbacks like we get that flashback in god i don't remember the one one where he's drawing and then yeah the one where he's drawing and he looks so much older there than some of the flashbacks where he's yelling run so i also don't know if that's just like an art continuity thing or if that younger kid is actually supposed to be somebody else we're just supposed to think it's kieran well i also i I actually think that that time when he's drawing i think he's in the phantom site but he has like a moment of respite that's that's what how i saw you think yeah Because he draws in like street, like it looks like he was outside though. He was like, if you look at those panels, oh, I like, thought outside. he was just like uh, by a window with a lot of sunlight. No, it's like, like it's like he's outside and there's like plants, and it almost looks like it could be at that festival or something, yeah. or he's just like a street artist. But it makes me think that they didn't let him go back and do that. So mm-hmm. I don't know if just it's like a continuity thing with the way they drew his age like how old he looked in the flashbacks because i mean let's not like they kind of did that with sandman so <laughs> um hey, but i don't know what because the day of the atsd you know dylan and lauren were together right and mr right, rosenthal sent them away and then that car like went for them and yeah. swerved mm-hmm. and then lauren was injured and dylan you know ran away and to get help and was never to be seen again so i'm thinking what if they were what if that car was supposed to be car that was supposed to be getting dylan and lauren Lauren and dylan yeah and then dylan ran to go get help what if he ran to the stalls and kieran was there Mm. 
and he ran into Kieran and they went to, you know, then, I don't know. They're, they're still very bad kidnappers because they yeah. like, if they, if they were that car, why did they swerve and not just take them there? I don't know. Unless, no, unless I... the leader is Mr. Rosenthal and he gave very bad directions and said, <laughs> Hey, just kidnap the kid that's with my son. <laughs> right right <laughs> i mean bad planning i don't know bad planning but i could see kieran being kidnapped at the train explosion it just seems to be like a perfect like what melding of events and everybody was there that day mm. and yeah I and one of the well, themes of the story is that everybody's trauma is like related to the atsd yeah. because like will's trauma that's the day that Raphael left yeah exactly yeah so it makes me think like that has to be the day like that they would fly between kieran and then and the explosion and maybe that's when he was taken yeah well what about that flashback that we had with you know young kieran saying run and he's like in pajamas and he looks younger a there and b like it doesn't look like a train oh. station it looks like a house invasion kind of thing i think that those flashbacks are he's in he's a he's kidnapped and he's being held in the phantom scythe and he and the protectee or whoever the other kid is or whatever they get a chance and they try to escape so he's saying mm -hmm. run because he says that he wasn't obedient so i think he tried to escape multiple times because when he says mm -hmm. i couldn't i think it means like, i tried and yeah. i could not oh i thought he couldn't because of the he was just protecting someone right the protectee so he couldn't leave because like they were they would kill well, him. Well, and you know how we see that scene where like he sees somebody being beaten with a bat. Right. I think mm -hmm. they tried to escape and they beat the protectee or whoever that was. That was, that was a man. That was a grown man. I, I I mean we don't know who the protectee is. Maybe the protectee is a grown man. Yeah. I don't know, but like And I mean he also has said like the Phantom Scythe has spies everywhere. So let's say he did escape and he was successful, they they could just find him again probably at that point. Yeah, he could have escaped and then been brought back, you know. Mm. Mm -hmm. I yeah, know. I, I'm. I don't know. I'm not like on board with the the ATST kidnapping time mainly because it's too convenient, you know. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know if that's a good evidence against something that everything points to it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I that's just feel I'm... like <sighs> I think all roads so far have led to the explosion, <laughs> and that's why I'm like, I think. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, it, I mean, it could be another timeline, but I guess think the important thing is, is like, who was it supposed to be? Mm, yeah. Seems yeah. like, and, and like, also, I think I said this, wait, what, Emily? Like, who would have, stat like, what kid would have status that would even, like, generate a serious blackmail situation for Phantom Scythe? And I mean, Warren, you know, her parents were very prominent, and we know, you know, about their other activities. So I don't know. I feel like it has to be Lauren based on her parents, but also I'm like, could it have been somebody was going after Dylan because Mr. Rosenthal was a lot is a lot more of a prominent figure than we than we know realize. And it's also interesting because Sandman says in the flashback when she's talking to him, he says, I was ordered to we were ordered to bring the kids, the kid to the apostle, not to the leader. Mm. Oh, interesting. So, which apostle? Like, why? Like, did did the leader order this, or did an apostle order this? Mm. You know and what I mean? Probably Apostle Ten, no, because he's the one that was referred to as his master. So I mean, it would make sense oh. that he was the one who ordered kidnapping, no? Mm. I mean, it would make sense, but like, why was it such a like? How did they make that mistake? How did they mistake 
if it is, that's the only thing I can't understand. Like if it was supposed to be Lauren, why did they get Karen? And even if it was, even though Dylan's a boy and Karen's a boy, like the hair color is not the same. So like, I just don't, yeah. there has to be something we're missing. I just don't know what it is, but who does Kieran look like? Who would Kieran resemble when he was younger that they would mistake him for another child? You know, what if, uh, that's here to, to tie in another royal child theory. What if there was a royal child, another one besides for Arthur that we don't know about? Oh, a secret royal, another royal child. Oh, right, Mindy, I will just lose it if your theory is correct. I will just <laughs> I lose. Stuck it. on it. I only read eight hundred pages of Victor Hugo's novel. It has to be. It has to be there somewhere. There's a royal child somewhere in the story. <laughs> yeah, it was a good book, by the way. It was also. But the only like thing the that makes me think he's not is because they like they go on to say like it was a mistake we realized it was a mistake we had to keep him anyways but i feel like if he was really a royal ch- right. i don't i don't know no no no. i mean maybe kieran looks like that royal <laughs> the, the, the other royal kid. i don't know but then there's that flashback that he, you know when he kills uh chandelier man and chandelier, chandelier man said never forget who you were that boy don't yeah. forget who you are or something like that mm, right yeah. don't forget your man thought but... about that too because i'm like well who was like who was this boy? Is he referring to Kieran? Like, did he know Kieran as a street painter before, you know, like that part of him mm. like died? Oh, or interesting. Just that would you be interesting. Was- it would be really interesting if he was like a bastard child of the king. Like he had some mistress or woman on the side who was mm. not a noble and he was just raised to be, you know, was raised with his mother and was a street painter, but they always kind of had like eyes on him because he was, uh, mm. you know, I feel like I could maybe see that. Wait, what if what if he wasn't actually a mistake in kidnapping, but they just told him he was a mistake in kidnapping? <laughs> then my theory could still be correct. <laughs> oh, but that adds such another level. <laughs> I don't know, but okay. This is another thing I noticed too, because remember when the leader said a man whose life we turned upside down and I thought that was so weird when I read it the first time I was like that was just weird phrasing but the leader literally means we took him by mistake <laughs> right That's a good life upside down for no like, reason literally we ruined his life because we accidentally because we him. made a mistake yeah we made a mistake and then we couldn't take him back because he already he knew too much he already yeah. knew too much even though i don't know how much he knew when he was that young already yeah well I, that makes that makes me think like it really i don't know it really isn't I, I, i'll stand by my theory i think it's something related to the explosion lauren doesn't make sense but she also does make sense in a way <laughs> well <laughs> I mean, I did, like in the explosion and maybe like maybe they knew oh lauren hangs out you know like hangs out with dylan and they saw him and dylan at the train station together maybe and you know there was a lot of fire around so it made his hair look red his hair looked red (laughs) and then like in the explosion maybe they saw dylan and then they saw this other little child and they were like oh this is this is the one maybe kieran had long hair back then were they (laughs) he was going through a hair dye phase were they supposed to take will was blonde these people are so bad at their job <laughs> we don't have any other dark hair that would be the only other option i think but i i think it's related to the train station explosion because remember there was that really suspicious looking guy that was yeah. telling like told to like go yeah. away he was on the bench mm-hmm. yeah definitely sus 
I don't know. The only thing that makes sense to me is Lauren, but it also doesn't make sense because who's important enough for exactly for, yeah, for I mean, her parents are good blackmail material. And I mean, that yeah. could be. I mean, Will does have bunny. Will also have status. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they could have blackmailed yeah. you know, Stefan, and but it just has to be a child from like a high class family, I think, or or someone important in another way. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, unless you know. Unless Mr. Rosenthal was higher up in the, you know, PS. Well, I don't know. It wasn't PS yet, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, but no, it, it, was, sorry. it makes sense as to why Robin Delaney was murdered. You know, they like killed him shortly after because he majorly fucked up. <laughs> as to why they're like, dude, you did not get the right kid. You're out of here. <laughs> so now it makes sense as to why he died because he did such a crappy job. But like, that's what I'm saying. Where the direction's just not clear. Like, get whatever kid is with the silver-haired boy. Yeah, that's a yeah, dumb they, bad they just, they just hear like the friend, like get the child who's walking with this boy, or like this boy's friend, or something. But they would still then have to know Dylan in a mm-hmm. in a capacity to like make that reference. So I don't. I have a lot of questions about this. <laughs> so once again, we get answers and more questions answers <laughs> answers in severe quotation marks <laughs> oh we get so, there's just so many questions that's good we get, that's like good. we get almost no answers yeah yeah well kieran doesn't know either so we're all in the dark <laughs> but yeah so i couldn't i love it it's very dramatic and lauren stands there and she's just i think yeah, emotional like very, doesn't know what to say yeah, she's very like far away, I think, emotionally. I think she feels bad for him and I think she doesn't know what to say. And then actually we, we actually know what she's thinking. She's really to herself. Kieran is stepping away, and now she is like in the shadow of herself in red. And she thinks, was he kidnapped too? Was he one of the two children? He can't be. They're dead. He wasn't lying. It can't be. It'd make no sense. Yet what if he was? And Lauren, I have to say, for someone with your in your with your like deductive reasoning skills, cannot you figure it out that it means one kid died and the other kid is alive like oh my god <laughs> this is sandman though because uh, she's talking about what what kieran told her where he said they're dead yeah exactly so, but sandman said they're yes no yeah. i don't know yes no oh, that was sake right sake. Sake. sorry sake. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah yes no i don't know oh my god and i'm like yeah so <laughs> to me it's very obvious like what yeah it means logically it could only be one's alive one's dead yeah but, and yeah, Kieran's answer, I, I I mean, I always thought it was like an emotional answer. It was like that. The well, that's that- what I thought. I thought too. I thought it was like, oh, my, the past person self. that I was, my past yeah. self is dead. And now I'm a killing machine. Oh, baby. But now, will she do the logical thing and ask him? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we could possibly get that, Mindy. <laughs> right one one uh you know uh obfuscating answer was enough for this episode <laughs> he's taking out the medical kit um tippity tappeting uh, taking it out she's looking at him she opens her mouth she says hear it she starts to ask but then she freezes <laughs> and then we have like this shadow monstery smiley face and it's uh you the know, upside like, down kind of- it's karen in the upside down y'all watch stranger things uh no but i know that reference because i heard about it so (laughs) 
oh. but yeah it, it's like probably dylan's voice in her head again and he says why are you so scared to ask ren scared to know how you fail coward that can't be dylan's voice unless she's oh. just imagining it in dylan's voice because dylan wouldn't call her no 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 i think yeah i think she's she feels guilty over not yeah. helping dylan and all that stuff so i think she hears in dylan's voice I, i'm assuming she's the hearing guilt manifesting. yeah it's right. the guilt manifesting inside Mm-hmm. Oh, because of that, she doesn't say anything. She now, doesn't. now you're a coward, Lord. Sorry to say, like yeah. you know, I always say, like the hardest just thing. Ask, ever did, just what? ask. He'll tell you. Uh, I know, but no, Sorry. that would solve things too fast. So we're just gonna have to be too fast. We're on episode 135. Yeah. Too fast. Well, yes. This is a slow rhythm every way. She's just so scared because this has been her reason to live for 10 years. Yeah. Agree. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of interesting. There's a kind of a phenomenon like in the meta, like I don't know, I can't remember the exact word for it, but like some people will actually prolong their disease or their illness mm-hmm. because they don't want to be well or get well because they're they identify with their disease and so some people like that's all they know so mm-hmm. some people identify so much with being ill or being in the hospital or having that you know diagnosis and that's their self-identity that they actually don't want to get better and that's yeah. kind of what I thought of with this like she she doesn't know what she's gonna do yeah, yeah. she actually gets an answer and she knows for sure that he's dead mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah I mean it's 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 frustrating, but I think you're you're hundred percent right. Like it's consistent with her her emotional level yeah. right now. Uh well, there would be no story if people did the right thing and you know did the emotional. No, we love the these nuanced, complex episodes. characters. Right. There'd be no 135 episodes without the slow burn of both their relationship and also a slow burn of information. Yes. <laughs> trickle, God. trickle, it's trickle. Trickle of information. <laughs> Oh, so she does not ask him. And Kieran misinterprets her silence. <laughs> He's like, I don't need pity. I'm like, no, she wasn't pitying you. Maybe she does, but really she was just thinking about herself. Sorry, Kieran. <laughs> she was thinking about the car kids. Right. Sorry, bruh. And her, her fan hands trembling and he says, I've made choices. And at some point, she releases her hand. I chose to stay to end everything from within. And look at that poor man. His face is in the dark because he feels so ashamed of himself. I know. Whenever they don't show his eyes like that, like I get, we can comment on it in the next, like one of the next panels. But it, like, you can tell that he's seeing himself as not human, as a as a monster because you don't see his eyes. And then she talks to him, and then you turn and get the most beautiful <laughs> panel, and it's just his eyes are just glowing and you can see it's like nothing but humanity it's nothing but humanity in that panel oh is it inappropriate to kiss the cell phone it's no let's incredible. do it together one two mm. <laughs> oh yeah i don't do is that it- when i'm by myself ever like oh no not with all the kieran panels we got this episode no, no i don't ever do that that's totally yeah weird. because it's unsafe to lick electronics <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. oh so that amazing look isn't so he's like feeling all ashamed and you know because he feels like he's a monster and all that but lauren's response is well 
I think it was a good decision. It and that's why we get that shock look. Yeah, he's like, yes. He's got some validation. validation. They're looking at each other and then the light is bouncing off of his eyes. I'm like, she just brought the light back to him. The humanity. She brings out, she brings out the humanity in him. Mm -hmm. This is exact, just within two, three panels. It's just night and day, night and day. Yeah. And I think too, like this, I made some notes on this, but like, where he says, I chose to stay to end everything from within. And then she validates, you know, she's validating. Like the public perception of him is this monster where he is like a terror to the city. But he's like, no, I, I chose to stay here because I want to bring down the phantom sites. And then you have only one person who has been able to validate the decision that he made to stay because mm-hmm. you know he feels guilt about it the yeah. choice for yeah. him to stay is for him to continue to be a killing machine mm-hmm. right and like regardless of whether the same people would have died because they just would have replaced him or someone else would have done it like we all know that but he still feels guilt that he's doing it like he's still the right. one executing those orders mm-hmm. and right. Be- bella just raised it right she was like well we all could end it and so I think that's fairly recent and fresh on his mind where he's like, yeah, I'm choosing to murder these people rather than like kill myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that he might intellectually know it's like the sort of justified choice, but he still feels very guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I think it's also Lauren sort of like, I don't know, in a way, like saying that she trusts, she trusts in Kieran and she trusts his actions even when he thinks, you know, he's a monster and this was maybe a bad choice and he doesn't want, you know, her judgment. But she's saying, no, I trust this this decision and I think it was a good decision that you made. Amazing. It's it's quite incredible for her to say that. So good. It's so, so, so good. I was wondering, like, in that sense, because, you know, he said he wants to stay to take down the Phantom Scythe. We had, I know, like, Lily had mentioned it on, like, a previous episode that we had done, but, like, does Kieran necessarily see himself as a martyr for mm. the city mm. and like trying to bring down the phantom scythe in a way? You know, like he's putting himself out there to try to take it down from within. And that's, that's very dangerous for him. I mean, right. I don't think he sees himself as a martyr because that's like <clears throat> too good for him. You know? yeah. 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 Not necessarily a martyr, but I do have this kind of like, headcanon that he wants to destroy everything from within and then kill the leader and then I know it's not popular sorry but like maybe actually end his life because he can't live with the guilt don't do it Kieran I know I don't want him to I'm just saying I I wouldn't be shocked if the storyline took that direction or his character takes that direction I don't want him to because I want him to have the growth you know through his relationship with Lauren that he values himself and sees himself as a you know human being that's worthy of redemption and love and a life you know he still obviously needs to he has sins to atone for but yeah he's also trying to do good Mm -hmm. you know he's it's it's just an incredibly complex nuanced scenario like there's no yeah oh absolutely and I mean he's like the decision to stay he basically has given up every every possible chance so far at like a regular life even though you know he most likely could not have escaped but he's given up everything solely to try to bring down this organization Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I know. It also makes me think like, yeah, when he was younger and he was a kid, he tried to escape or couldn't escape. He was obviously held in like that dungeon or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. as he got older and they trained him to be the, like the PH, like he wasn't on a leash the entire time. He trained with Bella. He obviously has a huge degree of freedom that he has his own apartment and, yeah. like that. and then we also know he was overseas at some point which yes I'm like oh, so, so curious about that so I mean realistically he could have run away wait yeah wait. but they he kept, stayed around yeah but he stayed like he could have it could have been difficult to stay in Ardalis because there's so many phantom scythe members that know, know. know his face but like he could have, I mean, we don't know, like, all the modes of transportation, but, like, a ship, a train, like, he could yeah. have gone somewhere and started a new life and started a new identity, and there's other countries that we know of. Plastic mm-hmm. surgery. You know, but, yeah, <laughs> but he, you know, dyed his hair, whatever, become Dylan, like, he stayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Staying to do it. So even though he couldn't escape when he was 14, like, you're not telling me he couldn't escape when he was in his 20s? Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like- smart as him. Yeah, so like not quite a martyr, but there is a huge level of like sacrifice that he has done. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we see it like that, but I don't think he sees himself yeah, as yeah, more of sure. a person. Oh, oh, I love that look so much. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she steps forward to him and he's shocked. He's like, what this lady, this lady is not repulsed by me and she wants to come closer to me. And <laughs> he you know he turns away I think he can't even I think he's a little he's like uncomfortable with her you know going to what he assumes correctly is going to be express affection um I don't think he feels he deserves it yeah those are such interesting panels I didn't really quite get it at first Mm -hmm. because yeah she takes a step he kind of has that surprised look and then turns and you see what that's the back of her head that's like her hair that's right there. Yeah. That's I think it's again because like the like the perception of him is this monster, and then here Lauren said, you know, you like you made a good decision, and I don't think anyone has ever actually told him that or like praised him in that sort of way. Right. Yeah. You know? versus like pra- like praise with murder probably, but no one has ever praised him for trying to do something good. Yeah, I don't think anyone sees him as the martyr either. Everyone sees him as bad. Mm-hmm. Like they don't know his motivations. Right. Uh, by the way, that's I think that's her um, arm and her breast in this second one. Oh, like her shoulder. Yeah. Uh, you see okay. the top of her hair on top over there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. It's just the shading. Mm-hmm. Then she reaches for his wrist. I know. And and it's the hand that you know, like he kills people with, but the light is shiny. Oh, so beautiful. She says, I'll help you. And then she's looking in his eyes with a smile on her face. And he's still shocked. And they are so close. And he's naked. She's and like her. right up against that shoulder. She is. Like, there is such like a softness in her look. And the softness in her look is contrasted against like his face was just like shocked that like just pure, pure surprise right there. Yeah. Like she validated <sighs> him and she's so close. He's malfunctioning. Like he's he has no he's like it's like Kieran not compute. Like he cannot compute. He's mm. like, I was vulnerable. I told her stuff. She accepted me. She validated me. I can I'm shutting down. And she's coming close. And she's coming oh. closer. So oh, he's naked. <laughs> so close. So, not naked. I I couldn't ask for like a better episode. <laughs> no, like 10 out of 10. 
Mm. So good. But it's interesting. She says, I'll help you. And I, I saw it both ways. I think it means his back. And I think it also means take it down from within. Both. Yes. Yeah, it's both. It's, 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 that was so well done that yeah. it could go both ways. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Wait, does that mean she's going to join the PS? Oh my God. Sorry, that would Lauren, be- she's going to go to the underground. Yes. Yes, I do. I think Lauren is going to go yeah. to the underground. Well, that would be dramatic uh, in so many ways for everyone. I think, I, think it's, I think it's gonna happen. But who knows that she's loon? Like the same thing. <laughs> if the fantasy knows that she's loon, they're like, "Well, now you want to join us? I don't trust you." <laughs> no, she's gonna have to go undercover or something. Shouldn't be like or she or team up with Bella, like. Like pretend to be Bella's prisoner or something. <laughs> oh, you know, where like they can't cuff them and treat them like shit, but like secretly they're like sneaking them in. You know? <laughs> so, anyways, I don't think Bella will be the vehicle because Bella is not like mm. actively working against the Phantom Scythe. I think she's too complacent. Um, but yeah. Ugh. What a guys! I cannot wait for next week. I. <laughs> Like every day I wake up, I'm like, we're one day closer. Well, tomorrow's Thursday, and Thursday is basically the weekend, and like Monday. And like, then after the weekend, it's Monday, and then we have Monday. Oh my God. Hey, what do we think is going to happen next episode? <laughs> I would we love flash back to other characters and storylines. I will riot. Like, if it doesn't oh. continue in the cave, I will, no. I will actually. Throw I, I don't think so because Soph shared today on her Instagram. Right, She's like, yeah, if you right. want to fast Oh, pass. no, that's right. She did. She did say. Yeah. So it's going to be a, a continuation. Yeah. So I think I we're going to. What? I mean, yeah, I, I would love be. a kiss. I don't, I don't know if we'll get a kiss. I would love a kiss. I don't think we're going to get a kiss. I don't think we're going to get a kiss. A caress. <laughs> I'm also yeah. gonna, a caress. <laughs> Where? I think a hug, a hug. He has to clean his wound. Maybe some like light caresses on his back while she's like cleaning him. I don't know. She can kiss his back, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a mommy, like you saw kiss boo-boo. for each of us readers. <laughs> wow, she'll be kissing it for a long time. <laughs> she's gonna run out of real estate on that back. <laughs> Well, this little big body over there. <laughs> no, I think we're gonna get Nurse Lauren, mm-hmm. like doing something on his back, and it's like Kieran obviously doesn't with his body language. He doesn't like to turn to her and look her in the eye when he shares all this information. So I have a feeling it'll be like him basically put in a good position where he can share more information on his backstory. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get more backstory. Back. Backstory. Think, back yeah, exactly. I'm like back story with <laughs> and so i'm hoping that you know we get some i hope we get a big reveal like i hope we get like a nugget of just yeah. something like really juicy just yes. like a sucker punch in the face just like we were like oh my god we're all gonna be screaming maybe <laughs> we'll like if we could just find out who the damn protectee is already <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't Wait, know. You, you don't want to be strung along for another 200 episodes? Are you no, saying God, that? I just don't know how much more patience I have. And, like, yeah, just... no, I agree though. Like, I nurse Lauren, and I think that'll put Kieran, yeah, in a position where he doesn't have to face her and he can yeah. open just like yeah, yeah. But I could see something happening where they're chatting and she says something like, 
really lovely and supportive and he turns around and like maybe like you know like puts a hand on her face and you know they have a they have a moment I don't think there's gonna be a kiss but you know they could have that moment where like it like it could like if they leaned in they could but it's not gonna go that way Mm. agreed and then I think maybe there'll be like a light joke or like light banter or something but I don't think yeah I would love it Lauren we're in the cave and nobody's around we have more than five minutes And when he said five minutes, that was not a lie. <laughs> we know that the man can do stuff in five minutes. I think yeah. I think my jaw actually dropped to the ground. What episode was I that again? That. I have to go. I want to go back and read it. Oh, uh, double date one twenty five. Okay. Obviously, I have that memorized. That's hilarious. It's like, oh, I don't remember the episodes, but that one you do. Because <laughs> I am shocked that that's even in PH. I remember right. reading it and just being like, "Is this really happening right now?" They're actually you can do a lot in five minutes. he's not wrong (laughs) not wrong just stare at this panel just yeah let's just the panel is beautiful so yeah which is your favorite panel of this episode Uh, so many good ones (laughs) uh oh wait should like for the emotional vulnerability i like the last one and then this one yeah that's my favorite panel. But if we're going for just being a hoe right now, like <laughs> I, the one near the beginning. Is it the stitch pop? <laughs> yeah, that might, that might. Actually, I really like the one that she posted on her um, Instagram story as a teaser. Right. Like, I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, it's just the way that it's framed. Like, you can see his face and yeah like it's just all of it like I really like that one so probably that one. and I like Lauren's like little concerned face in the background yeah I definitely also love the eyes up here detective because that's just like mm. classic. oh it's so cute it's so classic Kieran yeah there's just so many so many good ones but yeah I don't know why I just really like that one <laughs> what about uh, you, uh definitely the one with the the eyes the one that you held up before oh one. yeah that's that's my favorite too it's just so i love the emotional content it's gorgeous the lighting the white the the shock the the like someone really understand me appreciate me look it's like mm. like the whole episode in the cave is just so beautiful like the lighting is great it's like dark and moody with some light here and there like but it's also warm there's like a lot of orange tones it's very like warm and cozy where i think the cave previously has not always been warm and cozy (laughs) No, we know the cave has not always been warm. Exactly. Um, so this episode, like their their reflections are in the pool of water at the beginning. It's just like feels, yeah, like they're in their own little world where even though they're still talking about serious things, this is a place where now Kieran can, you know, open up and be vulnerable. And his vulnerability was, it was accepted by Lauren. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful i know i'm just hoping we get a lot more vulnerability the next episode because we've seen lauren be pretty you know vulnerable lately with kieran and i just want him to open up oh amen amen my dog agreed about the vulnerability he did (laughs) good doggy (laughs) he liked the episode too i mean who did it (laughs) i guess people who don't like Lockie didn't like this episode so yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that I that that the the most intense Lockie shippers are. are even I know, present. 
<laughs> here and present present and accounted for present and accounted for and guess what guys we'll be here next week Woo! i know to see what happens <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my god i can't wait uh-huh. i think i'm just gonna explode i think i'm just i think i'm actually gonna explode yep. yeah same <laughs> well i'm also really excited as well well i guess we'll see each other next week then yes see you we'll guys probably next. send each other more thirsty pictures oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Far too often. <laughs> There's some debaucherous older ladies over here. Yeah, and I'm gonna go browse the the Discord for the right <laughs> um, screenshots. Oh, for the screenshot. I might, I might, if there's no fast fast screenshot, I might ask y'all for one. <laughs> for oh, let me know. I, I have I have a lot of the screenshots, so just let me know. Okay. Yeah, the fast fast screenshot would be awesome. <laughs> thumbnail. I'll send it. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. You're welcome. So nice chatting with you ladies. All right. Yeah. Wow. It was wonderful. You guys have a good night. Can't wait till next Thanks. week. Yep. It's good not, day. it's so soon. It's just a few days. Bye. <laughs> Thank you to my current patrons. Susie, Lady Libras, Lily, Jenny, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Sasha, Tuggles, and Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Emilta, Esther, I'm watching you people, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, Kate, Lily, Beckett, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo. Your support is truly appreciated.